Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I hate to break it. You're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it. We're short or brown or round or we're queer. I've got a feeling we are on to something here. Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for the oddest oddities about the human race. Their inscrutable, unknowable customs, curses, and kinks to find out how odd Homo sapiens really are. And speaking of odd Homo sapiens, let's meet the teams. <laughs> on my right, <laughs> on my right, Dan Schreiber and Radu Isaac playing for unexpected winners. <laughs> And on my left, playing for Bisha Galaya, Bisha Kayali, and Abigailia Shimon. Yeah. Panelists, what makes you diverse, Bisha Kayali? Uh, I am super cool, and uh, so that's pretty diverse. I was born here, but I've lived in Saudi Arabia, in Pakistan, and I just got married to a Nigerian guy. So yeah. boom, yeah. boom, boom, and boom. Uh, and you just got married yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. So, happy honeymoon! Yeah. yeah! Is his idea of a honeymoon you going and doing a comedy panel show podcast? Correct, yeah. yeah. Go immediately to work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So this is your honeymoon fund, what you're being paid today? Yeah, pretty much. Have a lovely Big Mac and fries. Um, Abigailia, Shimon. Hey, uh, I'm... How are you diverse? Uh, well, I grew up in Greenville, Ohio in the 80s, but wasn't allowed to have a video game console. But I did have marbles. <laughs> which uh, I did play, and I'm fucking good at marbles, so anyone want to challenge me afterwards? I, I will win that. Dan Schreiber, how are you diverse? I am a Hong Kong-born Australian. No one can ever guess where I'm from. The only thing they ever feel certain about me is that I'm Jewish, which I'm not. <laughs> 
I get that too. Yeah, I get people that just too. assume. Yeah. I got engaged the other day, and people yeah. keep going, Mazel Tov. And I'm like, yeah. what? Why is yeah. this? And you can't see me at home, obviously, listening to this, but I do have a very Jewish face, yeah. and I'm called Daniel Schreiber. I mean, it's literally. Yeah. I don't are you sure him. you're not Jewish? I'm, I've looked into it. Because it seems a lot I, like you are. I know. I Your know. name's Daniel Schreiber. No. I, One time I was having a conversation with someone they mentioned that I was Jewish and I was like we've been through this I'm not Jewish and he's like no but your brother's name is Abraham so I'm pretty sure you are (laughs) all sorts of evidence Radu Isaac how are you diverse Uh, so I'm Romanian I've uh, moved to the UK when I was 29 and I'm 29 now (laughs) okay uh, whenever I meet a new person I have to repeat my name that's how I'm diverse (laughs) sometimes they don't get it in the third try and I just have to give up (laughs) <laughs> you just have to not be friends. Yeah. Uh, now making sure that no fact is left unchecked and no joke is left uncorrected, please welcome in Pedant's Corner, or as we're now calling it Nedant's Corner, Ooh. Ned Sedgwick. <laughs> and to make sure everyone is singing from the same hymn sheet in Musician's Corner, Mark Hodge. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Well, I'm a middle-class, white, straight uh, English person, so not much, really, at all. Uh, I feel I'm kind of here to prove that, you know, that group of people aren't particularly funny, because uh, I'm the only non-comedian on the panel. <laughs> I lived in Burma for nine months. Nobody seems impressed. <laughs> uh... Story of my life. <laughs> Mark Hodge, what makes you diverse? Uh, really absolutely nothing. And this is why I wear this hat. It's to give myself an air of some kind of mystery. Mm. There's a lot of musicians do this. Does it work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the listeners at home, Mark Hodge is wearing a trilby. I am. It's a Riviera trilby. Yes, so you, have, you were well-travelled. You lived in France for five years, didn't you? Uh, it wasn't quite that long, yes. But my French is an absolute disgrace from that time. I can order beer, I can have a conversation about politics, which involves lots of pointing. Um. Okay, all right. My name's Deborah Francis-White. I am diverse because I am a woman. I am also dual citizenship, Australian and British, and I am adopted and left-handed. So, I know. Just put your hand up if you're left-handed. Yay, there you go. Oh, actually, there's more left-handed people here than should be, and that's because creative and fun, cool people are left-handed. Um, that was really interesting. Um, everyone who raised their hand who's left-handed raised it with their left hand, except one person who raised it with their right. So I think you're lying. Yeah. Are you actually left-handed? Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm. No, but we... Write something. We, we, we left-handed people, can I just say, we do oscillate... Uh, partly because the world is right-handed and partly because nobody's really just one thing. Ah. Don't be so binary, Dan Schreiber. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's great. That shows, uh, that shows you... Uh, what's the word? Dexterous? Uh, Ambidextrous. Ambidextrous, yeah. yeah. Um, Ra- uh, Nadal, he's actually right-handed, but he learned to play left-handed oh. because it's harder to play a left-handed tennis player. Dan tennis. Schreiber is a QI elf and also does a podcast called No Such Thing as a Fish with Curious Facts. So talking to him is always extraordinary and lengthy. Yes. It's amazing. No, in a good way. And I really do mean that in a good way. In a good way. Like, you learn something every time that you can actually remember. I will also point out, when I was writing the questions, I didn't realise Dan was going to be on it. So if there's any overlap with No Such Thing as a Fish, it is a complete coincidence. Right, right, right. Every episode has its own scores jingle. Mark Hodge, what's today's scores jingle? Ah, 
Now, I have a problem here, Deborah, to be honest, because um, last night when I was supposed to be writing the jingle, I was actually writing Donald Trump fan mail. <laughs> so I, um, I'm going to have to look to the hive mind of the audience to come up with today's jingle. So the way we do this is if you can come up with a letter from A to G. Yes, what would you, what would you like to... E. OK, that's the first one. What's next? That's all right. It's a little dark, but it's fine. You can... Yes, sir. B. I think that's West Side Story. Have we just written West Side Story? Well done. Very good. Very good. No royalties. A. Uh, uh... And it's fuck up a jingle with Mark Hodge. <laughs> Was the scores, please, Ned? <laughs> um, None yet, but... Um, <laughs> oh dear, that is actually um, rather challenging. <laughs> Do you want to work on it alone? Can you, can you, you know what, it's like Rachel Riley on the numbers game in Countdown. I know that we can do this. I'm just going to need a little bit more time. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to you. The first round is on children. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first. Fingers on buzzers. In the Philippines, how do parents tell curious children where babies came from? Well, it's probably the same thing my parents told me, which uh, was that God plants a seed in the mommy's belly when she prays really hard and, uh, and then she gets a baby and I, I know now as a 30 year old woman that that is 100% true and, uh, yeah. Unexpected winners um, I would go with uh, an uh, American orphanage Yeah <laughs> American orphanage Yeah okay. <laughs> Okay. You want to make it seem like their country is better than America? <laughs> right, so we, we, we adopted you from America where children have a very difficult time. Yeah. Yeah. We brought you here to Manila. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Uh, what do Filipino parents tell curious children about where babies came from when they're not ready to have the chat yet? Turtles carry them out of the sea. Turtles carry them out of the sea. Oh. <laughs> Anything else, hive mind? What was that? Mermaids, did you say? Now you're just naming different aquatic creatures that could possibly carry babies. Mermaids, okay, mermaids. People are really hung up on the fact that the Philippines has some water near it. <laughs> Wait, so does that mean they're just babies just waiting in the sea? Yeah. They, they wash up. Turtles carry them and mermaids. Anything else? Okay, who's going for turtles? <laughs> who's going for mermaids? Okay. Uh, in fact, the parents tell them they are an accidental poo. Oh. <laughs> that is awful. Oh. Is that the kind of thing you've ever heard? That is, that is kind of how it, yeah. it's. Yeah. It's still much less mental than a stork bringing you. Like, that at least has some, like, okay, it's kind of a right. No, no, it doesn't. Really? <laughs> well, I suppose it's like because. A stork, it's like, yeah, a stork brought me. Like, what? Can I actually be in Ned's team here? Because I think. <laughs> that actually at least you're telling the child it came out of the mother's body. All of these other external ones, like mermaids and turtles, uh, it's someone dropping it off and it's yeah. saying it's separate from you, whereas at least you're introducing the idea it came out of you. And also I've heard, I don't know, but I've heard that giving birth 
involves an accidental poo? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. So yeah. just yeah. the second story. I am Vegetable? very, I am scatologically challenged. I have a real phobia of scatology of any sort, so it's really hard for me to talk about this now. And I, I feel like I'm being a real professional by doing it. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm super psyched with myself. Just doing it like it's no big deal. Uh, question two: What do children do when there is a thunderstorm in Japan? What do children do when there is a thunderstorm in Japan? Bishigalaya. They hold their breath because Why? then. The thunder can't get in their lungs. Ah, hold their breath so the thunder can't get in their lungs. It's a magical place. Yeah. Yes. It is Japan, though, isn't it? If you've been to Japan, it is a totally magical place. Is that your final answer? Yeah. 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 They, hold they hold their breath so the bad spirits don't get in, and then by the end of the thunderstorm, they're dead. <laughs> so they die of asphyxiation. Uh, but they, they, they did it to themselves, so it's perfectly Unexpected winners. I want to say they go out and they... Oh, face the trouble. Yeah, face the trouble. And that's why there's not many children in Japan. That's <laughs> no, because they're holding their breath. Yeah. Yeah. So both of these answers are really rather catastrophic ones. Yeah. This it's... is a, a superstition in which you, you hold your breath and then go out into the, the eye of the storm. Yeah. Okay, hive mind. What do Japanese children do? They go trick-or-treating. Go trick-or-treating in a storm. Trick-or-treating in a storm. Yeah. Uh, yes? They put a little doll in the window. They put a doll in the uh, window. That, oh, wait, you, you lived in Japan. Yeah. Didn't you? She, yeah, I, I don't wait, know but it's... that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if it's where we're at. It is, but we don't know. <laughs> okay, so uh, you've got trick-or-treating, Buzz Now, or doll in the window, Buzz Now. Uh, in fact, they cover their belly buttons to protect them from the thunder god. I think I that's like so that. adorable. Ned Cedric, do you know anything more about that? Yeah, it's, uh, there's a myth that the thunder god will eat their stomachs if they don't cover it. I lied. Horrific. Yeah. <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, when it's adorable, it's like, you might think it's adorable, <laughs> but it is terrifying for yeah. them. At least they haven't held their breath so long that they've actually died, Abigail. <laughs> it is a bit better. I do like the way the answers really played on Japan's kind of ageing population crisis. It was really kind of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do Indians in the Maharashtra region do to newborn babies to give them good luck? They leave them out uh, for all the neighbourhood to come and see and pat them on the head. Could you buzz and say that? <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected winners. <laughs> They leave them outside of the house for four months so that people can come, pat them on the heads, and wish them luck at a good life. Bishkalab? They shave their heads. They shave the heads they of the babies? They shave the head of the babies. Yeah. My head was shaved as a baby. I think that was why I've gotten so lucky. <laughs> Here you are on your honeymoon. <laughs> the basement of King's Place. Winning. So, Bisha, your head was shaved, and not because you had nits or anything. Like it's just... I was a baby, dude. Like, there's no like, nits in the womb. Um, <laughs> like, oh, womb nits. That's a terrifying thought, isn't it? Womb yeah. nits. Uh, no, yeah, you shave... It's like a South Asian thing. You shave the baby's head, and then your hair gets all thick and luscious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, luck and shit. Okay. Right. <laughs> luck and shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hive mind. What do they do to newborn babies? Yes. They split open the bark of a tree and pass the baby through. Split open the bark of a tree oh. and pass the baby through. That, that sounds like something that happens in, like, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it does sound slightly hobbity. Yeah. Yes. Split open the bark of the tree. Anything else I have mind? They cover them in honey. 
Cover them in honey. That's a death trap. <laughs> uh, it's around, isn't it? Mm. Okay, uh, if you think split open the bark of a tree, buzz now. <laughs> Cover them in honey, buzz now. <laughs> Only the man who suggested it is buzzing there. Uh, what they actually do is throw them out of a building onto blankets. What? No, yes. they don't. No, true they story. Don't. True story. They're not, they're true. not all Michael Jackson. That doesn't make it. <laughs> yeah, the Baba Umar Durga tri- shrine, I think I'm pronouncing that right. In fact, I'm sure I'm not. But they, um, both Hindus and Muslims come together to throw the babies out of a window. Um, it's kind of an old tradition, and they've, not, they've refused to... Stop it. Do, what? Like, that puts the surely in danger. Like, well, exactly. how, yeah, They've what? How but many like, floors? Uh, like, yeah, what? It's like, it's like a what's good the three stories. They, do they? No. Yeah, it's like, it's not, like high. Oh, Maybe they they're hold like cats. blankets out underneath. They hold blankets underneath, but it's wow. still, like, pretty scary looking. I was, when I was researching this question, I also came across another festival in India, the Rock Throwing Festival. And when the police tried to stop it, can you guess why th- why they couldn't stop it? Because everyone throwing was throwing rocks. rocks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. yeah. They just threw rocks at them. Yeah. And it's the end of the round. A genius. You're a genius, Mark Hodge. How did you make that silk purse out of that sow's ear? That was, that, that was a hard one, as Rachel Riley was. <laughs> <laughs> All three teams are tied with no points. All right. But it's plenty to improve upon, guys. It, the only way is up. The only I, way I feel is like up. a baby who just got thrown out of a window. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The next round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Mexico, they say, the clown has picked you up. What do they mean? Unexpected winners. You got arrested? They picked you up? Yeah, I'm, I'm going um, back okay, in Okay, so you think in Mexico they call police officers clowns? Yeah. The clown has picked you up? Yeah. 
Uh, it means that you live in Banger, Maine, and you're a child who's about to die, or that's a the, it, from it. From it, that was a really good reference. That was a really guys. good Stephen King reference. That was a really good reference. Uh, I don't what it. So the clown picks Just you. That up. You had a horrible childhood. Yeah, that you yeah. Uh, or bad day. Maybe you had a bad the clown day. Clown picked you up. Cause cause you had a bad day. You, yeah, because you had a bad day, and then the clown's like, "Come here, I'll cheer you I'll up." Make and, it worse. Yeah. I'll, I'll touch you as a clown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. I think if you've been picked up by a clown, you've probably been hanging out at the wrong club. Yeah. <laughs> that is how I met my boyfriend. Thank you very much. Well, uh, then I apologise. Uh, hive mind. What do you think it means? The clown has picked you up. Been really bitchy. You've been really bitchy. The clown's picked you up. Yeah, you've been bitchy. Yes. You've gone crazy. You've gone crazy. The clown. Oh, the clown's picked her up. Mm. She's <laughs> lost it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yes. You're having a happy day. Having a happy day. If you think it means you're bitchy, uh, then buzz now. Not even the lady who said it. Uh, if you think crazy, buzz now. Having a happy day, buzz now. In fact, it means you're doomed. It's over. Yeah, it's over. The clown's going to pick you up now. It's, you're doomed. It's over. So the Stephen King one was correct. Yeah, so pretty, right. much. Yeah. pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. We said Stephen King. Quick. Please make a call. I mean, no, that's just not... <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different thing. I think it's yeah. entirely accurate. All right, so in Burma, someone might say, you eat a dish of a hundred heads. Oh. What do they mean? <laughs> Bishigalaya. Yeah, no, I, it's got to mean that you're, like, an awful person. Yeah, like, like you've done something awful. I, and you're like, you eat a dish of a hundred heads. Right. It's like, you are just bad. You're a baddie. It means you're a baddie. You're a bad guy. You literally Or a woman, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, inclusion. Mm. Uh, unexpected winners. I, I kind of feel like it's a longer version of an insult, like, eat shit. It's just they haven't worked out how to bring the sentence down. Some more <laughs> brevity. You eat, a head of, you eat a dish of a hundred heads. <laughs> oh, damn, you got me good. But I feel like they haven't worked out that there's a shorter version of that. I feel no. like you're doing an impression of me. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. I was, uh, <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, probably that. It's an okay. insult. It's an insult. Okay, high mind. You eat a dish of a hundred heads. What does it mean? You're yes. A fantasist. fantasist. Okay. You're a cannibal. Cannibal. Yes. You've said something very clever or wise. Ah, fantasist, cannibal. Ooh. Said something wise. You don't care about that pile of headless bodies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All the answers in. Any more? Uh, you can't make up your mind. Can't make up your mind. Okay. All right. So, uh, if you think it's a f- you're a fantasist, buzz now. If you think cannibal, buzz now. If you think you've said something wise, buzz now. Don't care about that big pile of bodies, buzz now. <laughs> you guys are such weirdos. Uh, uh, you can't make up your mind, buzz now. Okay, uh, you were all wrong. It means you live frugally and don't spend too much money on food. Yeah, because you killed a hundred people. No, uh, it comes from a legend. Uh, It's the story of an old man giving instruction to his son in riddles before he died. A hundred heads refers to small anchovies, which are inexpensive. So it's a dish of a hundred heads and you can eat very cheaply if you eat very small fish, apparently. Mm. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) solid advice (laughs) in France they say I give my tongue to the cat when would they say that I give my tongue to the cat I mean that's just got to be the cat's got your tongue just they say it in a weirder way because they're French oh yeah (laughs) 
Cat's got a tongue. Cat, it's cat to get Unexpected your tongue. winners. Uh, I was going to say you love your cat too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in relation with the French kissing theory. So you're saying it's something you say to zoophiliacs? No, because there's no fucking involved. Just kissing. Just kissing. <laughs> I actually... That might be not as mad. I'm going to go with Rowdy on this because I saw, uh, I think it was just two days ago, there's a new invention out where uh, they've given you this kind of electronic tongue that you can lick your cat back with. So when, when you have your Do cat you licking you... you put it on you, your tongue? You put it, yeah. I think hand, you put it on, oh, it's on your hand. So it makes right. them feel like Dude, you're licking them. Freaking pet people are weird. Like, <laughs> you're all weird. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. I actually want one of those. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Looks, it looks But not disgusting. to use on a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Lick myself. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't have a cat. I just want one. No, yeah. no I, do, I do have two cats, and I would, I'd be really interested in buying one if you had one on the cheap. Oh, no, I'm not selling them myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded a bit that, like an advert for... Yeah, that wasn't my plug at the end of the show. Dan Shriver's cat tongue. All right, audience. Uh, I'm giving my tongue to the cat, yes? I don't believe them. I don't believe you. No, I don't believe them. Who? <laughs> the French people. Yeah, because if they've given their tongue to the cat, how could they say that? <laughs> it's... it's um, okay. Um, so, it's an idiom. It's an idiom. Oh. So... <laughs> And that's why, and that's why the British have never trusted the French. <laughs> right there. So. Okay. Uh, so there's one for I don't believe the French. <laughs> yes. Um, what was yours? I think that it means that they have a seductive tongue, as in, um, you know, they're quixotic, so they're charming. In oh, the good word. Oh. Seductive tongue or quixotic. Uh, lovely. Yes. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. No, she that that, that wasn't a guess. She was just <laughs> really mad at you. Um, I have to say it's not cats do is they lick their own ass. Yes, I do see that. It's not as poetical as the last answer though, is it? Seductive tongue, quixotic, kiss my ass. Um, yeah, no, I see, but I, this is why we have a hive mind, because we want lots of different angles. Anybody else? Okay, are you going to go for I don't believe the French, buzz down? Uh, seductive Active tongue, quixotic, uh, or kiss my ass. It is, in fact, uh, what you say in France when you give up. Like, I don't know the answer, tell me. Uh, so, from now on, uh-huh. in this episode of Global Pillage, if you don't know, you can say, I give my tongue to the cat. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. Yeah. All three teams are keeping it steady with no points. <laughs> It's really, it shows the questions are excellent. This week. Yes, I think it's certainly challenging. That's yeah, that, that is yeah, for yeah. sure. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has theoretically come prepared with a question based on their culture or family background. Audience, if one of you had a question for one of the teams, we would just love you. So, unexpected winners, do you have a question for Bisha Galaya? Yes, we do. So, we're going to use my childhood background here. Uh, my parents moved to Hong Kong in the 1970s and they moved to uh, a place called... Redknack Cellar Terrace. What is culturally interesting about Redknack Cellar Terrace? What's culturally interesting about Redknack? You don't know about things. Well, yeah. it is the... Uh, it's something to do with clay and terracotta. Yeah. Because it sounds like terrace. And in that region of the world, there was like the terracotta army and they built stuff. Mm. 
that look like things. Yeah, that did not happen in Hong Kong, but yes. No, sure. Uh, I'm just looking east, yeah, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, so I... What, what's the name of the terrace again? Redknapp Cellar Terrace. Okay. So Redknapp Cellar Terrace uh, just happens to be the first terracotta terrace in Hong Kong and uh, it was a big deal uh, when the Schreibers moved in and just, you know, everyone was like, hey, we have Jews now. And they're like, we're not Jews. And, uh, <laughs> it was a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. So. Okay, is that the answer? No, it's not. What is, oh, what is the answer? So real. Uh, the answer is that this was the point where they were really making Hong Kong uh, sort of English, uh, they were changing things into English writing. They were using English words for street names and so on. So they were actually living on Alexander Terrace, but because of the way that you write in Chinese, they actually wrote it from right to left. So it's Alexander backwards uh, as a result. Oh. It's Redknapp Cellar. And Hong Kong is just full of places like that where either the spelling's completely wrong because of the cultural misunderstandings about which way to write things, or the Chinese at the time were telling the people coming in that they should name places this thing because it's a Chinese name. And they went, great, we'll honor that and keep it that. But they've tricked them. So there's a number of places you can go to in Hong Kong that still have these names. There's Vaginal Discharge Bay, which they, <laughs> which they just said you should call it that. There's Foreign Devil's Sex Organ and, uh, <laughs> and Cowship Bay, which I think has been changed recently. But so Hong Kong is just that this one period from the 70s is just packed with amazing spelling. That's incredible. Wow. That was awesome. Bisha Galaya, do you have a question for the hive mind? Yes, we do. In the South, what is the, uh, of the Americas, my America? Uh, what, uh, North South America. Yeah, not South America. Uh, In the deep what, South of the United States of America. Thank you. At a wedding, what is the uh, darker, richer cake called? Alabama. The groom's cake? Why did I have her answer that? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> the groom's cake. Uh, hive mind. Do you, are you going to go along with the groom's cake? Yes. <laughs> Seems like you I'm are. I'm an idiot. Incredibly right. Okay. Uh, so, hive mind, you've scored. <laughs> hive mind, do you have a question for the unexpected winners? Yes. Um, in uh, the superstition of Swaziland in southern Africa... Uh, what happens to you if you steal sugar? In Swaziland, what happens to you if you steal sugar? In according superstition. to superstition. I bet this according to superstition. Oh, it's probably another pissed off god, right? Who's going to steal your face, I'm guessing. <laughs> Is that it? Is it a pissed off god that's going to steal your face? Hive mind. What is it? What's the answer? You get the hiccups. Oh, you get the hiccups. Oh, that's interesting. And I'll tell you why that's interesting. If you suck sugar, it cures hiccups. Mm. And it's not anything to do with the sugar. It's to do with the specific sucking motion that you make when you suck sugar. It's, you can do it with anything. That, but that's the most pleasant thing to suck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. got some points. The unexpected winners have five points and the hive mind have 15 points. The next round is our World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications. So, for example, Norwich stood for knickers off ready when I come home. This is the round in which we keep calm and realise our great-grandparents were utter filth. Can you work out what this abbreviation stands for? Fingers on buzzers. Chip. C-H-I-P. Chip. Unexpected winners. 
come hopping in pants. Come, come hopping Wait, what in did pants. You say? Come hopping in pants. Yeah. Dan, do you have one? Uh, cocks home in panties. Cocks home in panties. <laughs> nice, classy. classy. Deborah, can I join the boys' team? Yeah, so sure. On the same side. Sure. Couldn't help it. Pregnant. Oh. <laughs> that, is, that is a good one. Uh, go. Bishkalai. Cunnilingus hot in please. Good. Like this. Nice. Nice. Can't hide in penis. Can't hide in penis. It's a fact. It's a, it's a fact. A yeah. fact. Okay, hive mind. Hive mind. What have you got? Coming home in pants. Coming home in pants. Come home, I'm pregnant. Come home, I'm pregnant. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That 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 yes. Come hither, I'm pulsating. Come hither, I'm pulsating. Okay. So if you think it's come hither, I'm pulsating, buzz now. If you think it's come home in pants, buzz now. And if you think it's come home, I'm pregnant, buzz now. You are correct. It's come home, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Uh, the final round is the smash the patriarchy round. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round. The reason we only have one question is that Ned Sedgwick sent me an email saying, I'm sorry, there's no more than one question for each of these episodes uh, because I've looked into it and this very rarely happens that a minority group successfully rises up and manages to overcome their hardships. And when it does, lots of people die and it's not funny. Um, Uh, Until today! (laughs) This round may only contain one question, but it's worth double points, so if you're the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man! If you're the winning team, of course, you are now the man. Uh, Fingers or buzzers? In World War II, the Grande Mosque in Paris issued an edict that all Jewish children were to be considered Muslim for the duration and therefore under the protection of the mosque. To this end, the Grande Mosque hid many Jewish children and smuggled them out of Paris. The Nazis were suspicious and often raided the mosque. What did the people running the mosque do to delay the Nazis' entry so they could hide the children? And for a bonus point, where did they hide them from the Nazis that they wouldn't look? Uh, uh, they they uh, prayed to Mecca right in front of the door and they, they didn't want to come in and be uh, they, polite. They blocked, they blocked they the blocked door it. with they, prayer. With prayer. Okay. Uh, and uh, and they hid uh, the kids. It's always under the floorboards, isn't it? Right. I thought uh, in the in the toilets. In the toilet. Oh, yeah, that, that, mm, that happened. Or oh, the ladies section. They're <laughs> like, you can't go there. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So they, so they, hid hid them, they, they blocked hid them the door with prayer and they hid them in the ladies section. Yeah. Okay, unexpected winners. Well, speaking as an almost Jewish person, I, I've heard this in, in, from family history. No, I, I, I don't know. I, is it that they dress them up, all the children, as specific types of meat? Because Hitler, obviously being a vegetarian, would have thought, <laughs> I don't want to go near that. Uh, we're just going to leave that as is. So they dress them up as like sides of beef. Like a big fish finger or like a... Uh... <laughs> I feel like on this one you should have just given the cat your tongue. Like, you know, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Radu, have you got I'm thinking maybe they threw some of the children out the window <laughs> to distract the attention. Good call. Uh, Get yeah. time to hide the other children. Okay, yeah. all right. Hive mind, what do you think? 
Yes? Make them take off their shoes. They made them take off their shoes. And why would that... <laughs> Those boots take forever, Can I just say, why would, de- why would that delay Nazis? Because it takes a long time. Yeah, but what kind of shoes? Boots. 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 That, that is the correct answer. Oh! You have to take... You have to take your shoes off to go into a mosque and they'd sort of say, oh, well, you have to take... And it took ages to get long Nazi boots off. Wow. And, and the Nazis that's were great. really accommodating. They're like, all right, I'll respect you guys. <laughs> you guys are nailing this. No, yeah, I'll they, take they my shoes off They you. didn't want to disrespect the mosque. That's uh, a side of the Nazis. You don't hear patience for... <laughs> and the other half, Bisha Goliath got right, they hid the children in the women's praying room and <gasps> they said, you can't go in there, it's disrespectful, your men, uh, you can't see it. And so they, they allowed that. Uh, so Bisha Goliath was correct. So is that some points for the hive mind and Definitely, some points for yeah. British Goliath. I just think that's wonderful. I just think, you know, we are coming here to kill everybody, but uh, we can't go in with our shoes? No. There's no problem. No, there's no problem. The women's room? No, there's no problem. They just didn't want to, you know, impose. Yeah. I know, it's just again, really the Nazis didn't want to impose. The famously respected religious tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you think of with a Nazi. I know, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. That's but, actually, uh, a, that's a lesser known motto of theirs. We don't want to impose. Um, <laughs> true story and it's a lovely story about how the, the mosque saved all the Jewish children which you don't often hear about yeah. and it's the end of the show in third place the unexpected losers are the unexpected winners with five points in second place is Bishigalaya with ten points and the winners with 45 points are the hive mind Congratulations to the winners and commiserations to the losers. Please give it up for Dan Schreiber, Rana Isaac, Abigail Shaman, Vish Kayali, Ned Sedgwick in Ned's Corner, and Mark Hodge, keyboards and vocals. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. Questions are set by Ned Sedgwick. Music by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spot Data Shop was Tom Salinsky. Thanks to Zoe Meta and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalpillage.net. And you may also like to listen to guiltyfeminist.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 